Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. <laughs> B-F-F-T. From the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, presented by High Caliber Millwrights, here's John Canzano with the bald-faced truth. Dan Ryan is a city commissioner in the city of Portland, it's also a sports fan. And look, I pay attention to City Hall. I pay attention to the state capitol. Not because I'm into politics or I like a good fight. I Look, I'm into it because I care about our cities. I care about our state. I care about sports, and I always try to figure out, like, how important is sports to some of the leaders in our cities and in our states? Dan Ryan making his inaugural appearance on this show. You know him from Portland City politics. You're going to get to know him a little bit as a sports fan, and I've got questions for him in and around all that stuff, and he uh, joins us now. Did Did you guys... Dan, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on, John. You bet, man. I I, I love doing this kind of stuff because I think it, it... it's there's an intersection with leadership and politics and sports that is natural and i'm sure you guys talk sports uh you know in the office or between meetings and whatnot and sometimes we talk politics on this show so there's some synergy there i appreciate you giving us your time um let's let's just start in general like with your background and your love of sports uh you know what are we talking about who did you root for as a kid yeah well well i was born into it i'm the youngest of eight and i have seven older brothers and so I, I kind of just dialed in because I wanted to fit in and maybe have less bullying by my older brother. So that's kind of how it all started. And uh, the you remember the Portland Journal? It was a paper that came out in the afternoon. And I always wanted to grab that before anyone else in the family did. I wanted to get the sports page because that was the most popular part of the paper. And I loved reading George Passero. And yeah. uh, he just did such a great job of, of not telling stories about uh, why sports, I think, attracts a lot of us. It's, of course, you care about your teams and you want to win, but it's those stories of like grit and resilience, and you get to know the players better when you read columns. And of course, later on, Dwight James. And I got to admit, I'm not just trying to butter you up here. Then reading your column in Oregonian. So I think the newspaper columnists locally, and then as a family, we were on the professional side, Blazers, and we had Timber season tickets in the '70s. Um, there were the Buckaroos uh, were big, and we used to go to those games and the Portland Beavers. In college, it was my dad uh, went to Uvo Dental School, so we were Duck fans by birth. Um, but we also were told to root for the Beavers until they played the Ducks, because that's kind of how you were raised. And then locally, the Pilots. Um, my mom went to University of Portland, and of course, PSU. And high school, I'll have to say I went to Roosevelt High School, so I still like to get out to a Friday Night Lights game there in North Portland. Man, and, you- uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a life of um, joy and passion and heartbreak as a local sports fan, for sure. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about the Ryan household, I mean, you had everything covered. 
Like, you know, you guys had, you guys basically had every school covered and every rooting allegiance covered. And, you know, this has been a frustrating season for the Blazers. Um, you know, when, when we went to book you on the show, I think it was right around the trade deadline. And, you know, a lot of fans were frustrated. How are you feeling about the Blazers? Well, as a Blazer fan, Dan the fan, it's been rough, um, especially of late. I think um, I was, I, I will just say that, you know, watching the new owners at Phoenix make those boss move deals by getting Kevin Durant to join Chris Paul, uh, you know, I think a lot of us didn't want some more base hits that, you know, were kind of uh, important to do uh, on up in terms of, like, assets and kind of the business line, but they were base hits, and it's hard to see how our team's going to get better in the short term. And I think a lot of us are just concerned because Damian Lillard is an amazing generational asset, and I think what, you know, Dwayne Wade did in Granted, it was Miami, Florida uh, back in the day. I think Damian has that, that cred, and he could really help the Blazers bring in some all-stars. And I think a lot of us are getting impatient wanting to see that happen. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's tough to watch a team that you know, doesn't have, you know, an ownership group that's there. And there's a lot of questions about the Blazers' ownership group. But I'm always interested in the city, too, because Dan the Fan, you mentioned Dan the Fan, and then there's Dan the city commissioner who's – involved in city leadership um the blazers lease comes up a lot on this show do you is there an update can you share us anything is this something that is talked about among the commissioners and what's the status of that lease well the the what we know is that everyone's at the table doing in good faith the commissioners aren't involved at the moment it's a it's more the 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 front uh, the front office of the blazers and the people that manage our contracts but i know everyone's working in good faith to, to land it because we really need we really need that asset for our city the rose quarter facility you know that's that's a major venue of activation and we think all of us are rooting for Portland to come back, and we know that activation is a big part of it, and sports and arts, you know, give you the biggest pulse of energy when it comes to the streets being activated. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think I just know that they're all negotiating in good faith. They're all having good conversations, and, and Dan, Dan, the commissioner, is definitely supportive of, of, of being supportive of that process. Yeah, you were viewed, I know when you were running, I had people tell me that, you know, keep an eye on Dan Ryan and there were a few others as well because he uh, he understands how sports can help a city can help a region how do you view the role of the sports franchises in that ecosystem well it's critical um, we, we we know that uh, if you if you care about sports which of course we do in this conversation we just love it because it's, it's one of the few things that really brings everybody together anymore it also gives you a legitimate opportunity to go out and just like be crazy as a fan and like scream in public and get by with it. And so I just love how I see so many different types of uh, people that I know in my work that don't usually get along on some issues when they're at a with the Moda Center rooting for the Blazers are all on the same page. So it's it's really important just for the the soul of the city, but it also is the, one of the biggest economic drivers. So if you care about the economy, the long-term economy of our city, prosperity for our city going forward, and you really want Portland to be a major league city, which this lifelong Portlander wants that to happen in an, in an increasing fashion, um, you know that you're supportive of the sports economy. And the, I, always, yeah. I always tie in the arts as well, John, because those were the two things that I focus on the most in terms of um, activities. Dan Ryan, Portland City Commissioner, is our guest. You know, there have been different efforts, Major League Baseball to Portland, other things that have come up over the years, and I haven't always felt like there was 
a lot of interest in it from City Hall. You know, can you speak to that a little bit? You've been around here. You've seen, you know, even when Vera Katz was talking about bringing the Expos to Portland, it, you know, it, it was nice to hear somebody in a leadership position go, hey, I want this. Um, but there are bigger problems, and I understand that, you know, there's homelessness. There's, uh, you've got things on your plate on a daily basis that probably feel bigger than sports. Yeah, they're, they're all important, though, and we know that if we if we look at the, the near-term and the long-term future of our city, uh, and I want us to be a major league city, we have to protect the current franchises we have. Of course, we have the Blazers, but we really want to see that, that WNBA franchise come back. I mean, we're known as the city that's the most sports-friendly to, to women's athletics. In fact, we have the only uh, bar, a sports bar, that focuses specifically on women's sports, it's a sports bra, it's called, I'm sure you've been there, and it's important for us to just really own that. But in addition, I think it's awesome that we have the Timbers and the Thorns continually lead the league in enthusiasm and attendance with the Thorns, and I think it's really important for us to keep visioning what else we can bring. So that means bringing that infrastructure so that we can someday be a major league city also in baseball. Does, is there a pushback against that? Because sometimes, like a city like Vegas... I feel like if Portland gets into a one-on-one -on -one battle with Vegas for a Major League Baseball team, it's a mismatch because, you know, in Vegas they'll put the shovel in the ground, they'll, get, they'll say, we'll build it. There's a lot of public support to build stadiums. In Portland, I don't think we have that. There's, there's a, an allergy to that. Where do you stand on public versus private financing on stadium projects and in in, in teams? It'd be a multi-sector approach. Um, I think it's really important that we not uh, – focus on what we think we are, but have a new narrative on that. I believe that a lot of communities are supportive of the expansion of sports, and I, I think there's opposition, John, to everything you do at City Hall, so you just have to be, you know, have to be tough enough to take the punches and keep doing what's right for the long term. Portland City Commissioner Dan Ryan with us here on the show. Um, look, uh, Blazers, should they be tanking Dan Ryan? Like, let's talk to Dan the fan. Victor Wembanyama in the draft. Blazers say they're not tanking. What, what's your vote as a fan? Oh, God. Um, I want to <laughs> say that I don't know if I can take two years in a row of tanking, so I, I'm having indigestion with that thought. Um, but after watching us lose last night to Sacramento, I mean, how many times this season of late have you get excited after the first quarter and then you just dread to look at the, the score a little bit later? So, you know, we clearly um, we clearly need some bigs right now. <laughs> Having Nurk out for a while has, has been pretty devastating. And uh, so I, I'm not, I'm, I don't know yet. I, I, I'm mixed right now on if that's a good idea. I never think it's a good idea for the long term. I, yeah, think, we need to see some, I think, think we need to see some boss moves when it comes to a trade in the next yeah. year. Yeah, I'd like to see a little more splash. You know, do you miss Bob Witsit, uh, the, the feeling that, you know, Trader Bob yeah. could do something uh, to, to mix things up on a given day. I'm smiling because I lived in Seattle for nine years, and I, uh, Ginger Ackerley was one of my bosses, if you will. She's a, a board leader at the Pacific Science Center, and so I got inside a little bit of the Sonics, and he was fascinating then. Um, you know, there was a little ADD at times, but um, there was um, some chemistry equations, like a mad scientist that would come together with him. So, you know, I'll take that over um, nothing. So, yeah, I think we need to go bold. Give me an idea, you know, and I kind of, I, I was hunting around this topic, but what can a city do to help support 
um, you know, a pro sports team coming to here? And I'm talking specifically about Major League Baseball. What can the city do? How involved can the city be? Or does it take more of a private effort and then the city plays a complementary role? How do you see that? I think it's, it's always we have to be additive. And I think that the reputation at times is that politically we're not supportive of sports. And I I don't think that's true. Obviously, I wouldn't be on your show right now. And I think we have definitely a current city council that's enthusiastic about bringing activation back to our city. And, of course, that includes sports. So I think just the perception uh, can be improved that that we are actually a, a city, local government that's supportive of sports. Dan Ryan with us, Portland City Commissioner. All right. Um, but before I cut you loose, favorite Blazer player of all time, Dan Ryan? Oh, that's you know what? Right now it's Bill Walton because I just I know he's controversial when he does play by play or whatever he's doing, but it's so entertaining to me to watch him, you know, do the conference of champions play by play. So at the moment I, I Bill, but I gotta say it's always gonna be Maurice Lucas because his locker was near mine at Lloyd Athletic Club and I had chances to have dialogue with Maurice and so that's it. But on a day when we're mourning the loss of Dottie, I thought your wow. article was really beautiful yeah. this morning. Um, you know, the blazer of all time is always the Shans. I mean, that's the voice that, as a little kid, uh, listening to him on the radio when I was supposed to be asleep with my little transistor radio, you know, he just, uh, he's, he's always going to be in my heart. So thinking about Dottie passing today um, yeah. to join you know, is, is probably uh, what I wanted to mention. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, you know, we always see this, and I, I, I didn't, I'd always thought about this, my, even my own grandparents. When my grandmother passed away, we really were worried about my grandfather in the wake of her passing because, you know, we go, okay, will he rally here or will he do what a lot of elderly people do? And, you know, it's 66% more likely to pass away in the first three months after your spouse goes when you are a senior citizen. Dottie made it only 33 days after, after Bill, and, and I don't think people were surprised. They were always together. They were always around each other, and even at his funeral, Dan, she had her wheelchair. She wanted to be close to that casket, and you know they wheeled her right up next to it. And, and I just and her hair was perfect, right? <laughs> yep, she was Im impeccably yeah. <laughs> dressed, just perfect <laughs> as she always was. So yeah, um, there's that. Yeah, glad that you brought that up. And uh, I didn't. I just knew anecdotally in my life I I experienced that, but the fact that you did some research and came up with that figure wasn't surprising at all. Anyway, I'm glad you lifted that story. I know I have to go soon, but I, yeah. I hope when I come back sometime we could talk about um, the connection between our parks and our families and getting people started at the early ages. I know you have uh, girls that have obviously been playing yeah. sports. So you, you're a parent that spends time in fields and courts, I assume, and so it would be great to talk about that, right? trying to recruit some swim coaches because we definitely are in desperate need of those this summer. And, you know, March Madness is coming up, so we all know there's the High Holy Holidays coming up in the first two days of the tournament. Yeah, you got that. Uh, Dan, I appreciate you giving us your time and, uh, and letting us get to know you a little bit. We'll bring you back on. Thank you. Sounds good, John. Thanks for having me. Take care. Go Blazers. You bet. All right, there he is, Portland City Commissioner Dan Ryan. Let's unpack that coming up. I want your phone calls, 503-417-7575. Uh, Blazers negotiating in good faith. Uh, the city's role when it comes to bringing sports franchises to Oregon and to Portland specifically, what role can they play? I think they can do better. Uh, look at some of the, the cities that land expansion franchises, the cities that lure in franchises from other cities 
they have their act together. They're motivated. They're locked in. Portland hasn't felt that way in recent years. And maybe ever. I want to talk about it coming up, and I want your phone calls. I, I appreciate Dan Ryan joining us. It's not often we get a city commissioner on the show. We've had a couple of mayors on the show, but I want your phone calls. 503-417-7575. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.